Right, let's get into this. Anyway, um, yeah, I just wanted to say about the magazine to everybody because uh, we're getting the magazine out there. It's getting more popular and we just want to spread the love. If anyone wants to spread it anywhere, just go to our magazine um, page on our website <laughs> and just spread it. Your... Spray? Spread it. I like spread anywhere. That's interesting. Go spread ahead. anywhere. <laughs> Put it anywhere. <laughs> it's got to go everywhere. Do it now. Do it now, people. I should put out something like a bonus for the person who shares it the most. That would be the best. Right, let's That's get into it anyway. Uh, Gray, what's your news, dude? Uh, well, Ducker Disrespect is teasing a possible collaboration with... What? You said Ducker Disrespect. Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> teasing a possible collaboration with Cyberpunk 27. And everybody in the Discord out there knows how much I hate all this overhyped crapola with Cyberpunk. Crap and now all of a sudden, uh, here comes Dr. Disrespect. And... Uh, <laughs> Basically, though, he's been teaming up with PewDiePie, Snoop Dogg, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., all this stuff. And now apparently it, he's teasing that there's going to be a collaboration with him and uh, Cyberpunk 2077. So supposedly, although we don't know for sure, there's going to be a Dr. Disrespect skin in Cyberpunk 2077. Really? And I'm like, please, are you kidding me? I saw a few people tweeting about um, Dr. Disrespect um, saying like, Oh, how can he get banned from Twitch? And then he's working on all these promos and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, yeah, it is what it is. He's he's built up such a good rep and such a big following. Sure. Yeah, he did do a few things wrong. It could have been him videoing in the toilet. It could have been him cheating on his missus. could have been whatever. His name is Dr. Disrespect. Don't ever get that. <laughs> like, <laughs> True. Like, he's just living up to the name. But the thing is, like, I actually like Dr. Disrespect because I think out of all the streamers I watch... He's the only streamer that's well entertaining as like a TV yeah. sort of station, if you know what I mean. You know, he does things that you want to watch. Like, I can't knock him for what he does. The amount of effort that goes into all of these, um, like all these videos and intros and stuff like that. You know, people are going to jump on board. And I think a lot of people that come out of the woodwork going, oh, he shouldn't be uh, teamed up with Cyberpunk. I think a lot of that jealousy. There's a lot of people that want it, but... They can't get it, so then they're just gonna poo-poo it because he wants it. I, hey, think, most, I think most people just don't really care, to be honest. I mean, if he's in there or not. I mean, he's an entertaining guy, and the people that are jealous are indeed the people that will complain about it. And I think exactly, the make a big thing about it. Won't, won't really care about his skin more or less. So who cares? <laughs> but he does have a following where lots of people back him, man. A lot oh yeah, he does. I mean. He's rich. He's loaded. <laughs> yeah, man. And now that he's been on YouTube for a while, they said that he's made a huge impact in in streaming on YouTube because generally speaking, streamers do their own videos and they put them on YouTube and they stream on Twitch. But he's streaming, he streams only on YouTube and it's been a real big success and YouTube is like real happy. Yeah, but don't you remember so, me saying when he got when he got kicked from Twitch, don't you remember we had a conversation and I said yeah. to everybody, he should just open up his own iTunes app or yep. something like that. Just yep. him on it. He goes live when he wants to. Um, and I said, he'll have such a big following on that, that that app will become famous. And he went to YouTube instead. And look, he, he's still on there. People will just go there because he's so, sorry, so big. Yeah. Mystic Dude just said, uh, I can't wait for Mystic Dude skin in in uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk. Is it Cyberpunk? If Yeah, Cyberpunk 2077. Please don't make me repeat that too much. <laughs> Cheers for that sub there, uh, Irish Guardian. 23 hey, months, if, dude. Massive. If Mystic Dude got a skin in Cyberpunk 2077, I would buy it for sure then. Oh, who likes my I, hat? I, I would love to see that. Man, yes, I'm, is, doing... I think this is one of my favorite hats when, when this happens to me. When people 
do a sub or they do the bits and I get these hats on. I think this is my favorite. It goes it with makes my beard. Look look. Sophisticated, Nick. Makes me look sophisticated, Nick. Makes me look sophisticated. Just gets a little hard when you're trying to read the news and you're looking at Nick going, ah, <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> By the way, according to rumors, Doc, Doc, uh, Dr. Disrespect might be buying a Call of Duty League team. So he's really? got the money, money, so why going. not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you just say and Dr. Disrespect buying a Call of Duty League team? Yes, he's going to buy a Call of Duty League team. This is the this is the strong rumor that's why going on. Why would around. he need to budget? I don't get what you mean by buy one. Why would he need to buy one? Surely he could just recruit a team and then just come and work with him. I, I'm just it's, reading it's what, like a what sports team, right? There's a lot of money yeah, in esports. Exactly. Yeah, but for exactly. an esports team. So what you're oh, so you're, what you're saying is he's so going to recruit the top he's gonna people sponsor. and he's going to pay right. the people to play for him. Right, and he's going to be the main sponsor. And stop and working for him. Cool. Like he'd keep shouting at you, wouldn't he? Yeah, really, man. We should, you know, all kind of like put to see if we can get a job with them. <laughs> Nick, I'm sure you can get a stream right under him <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I wish you man. could try. You could try. Yeah, yeah. Right, what's what, your, what what's say, your next no? bit of news? It's enough of Doctor Disrespect. Uh, Frost Giant Studios is going to be making a new RTS game. In fact, they're getting very serious that they want to do only good RTS games. And I know you like a good RTS game, Nick. I yep. do. Yes. Uh, apparently, the two ex Blizzard employees have gone over and started the uh, the new studio. Uh, they have a reputation on making good ST, uh, RFTSs like State, uh, StarCraft II, Legacy of the Void. No, uh, they worked on Warcraft Three. Isn't it the, the ex Blizzard CEO that's actually a co-founder even? Ex Blizzard employees, but not uh, no two ex employees, but not a not the oh, CEO. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, they want to do some real-time strategy. They, they've been complaining that real-time strategy games have fallen by the wayside. They said that games like Fortnite and Call of Duty have basically taken over. Uh, yes, justified. Exactly, <laughs> and they want to get back into trying to get to a, a good RTS. But the thing I was impressed with is that they focused on the fact that most people that play RTSs out there, and maybe not so much a player like me and Nick, but um, they don't like the beginning. They don't like to sit there and have to... The slow, the slow build at the beginning of an RTS really? game. That's most, my favorite most, bit. I, I like it. I don't mind it at all. But I'm just yeah. saying, there's so what they're trying to do is they're trying to on ramp it a little bit for people like that that can get through that part a little quicker or a little faster and then get into the into the meat of the game. They, they said it's not that they've done well. It's not that they don't like it. They feel uncomfortable and and they feel intimidated because and I can understand that if you're jumping into an RTS just and you've never got, really played it much. Stop trying to run Sorry? before you can walk. That's what I'd say to them. <laughs> yeah, and but they but they get they get intimidated and thinking they're going to get smoked just because they're playing an RTS game, and that's not true because well, you can it, lower. That is true though because I was playing on stream, which I was going to talk about in a little while. About um, I've been playing Age of Empires Three Definitive Edition, and uh, we was talking about in chat like should I try and do a ranked game because they do ranked games. <laughs> so I did my first ranked game. And the guy literally walked over to me, killed all my people, and I was out, I lost, and he ranked up. Yeah, they're, they're rushing, they're using the rush techniques. I, I can't do that yeah. in Age of Empires. No, no, I can't either. If I sit down and play an RTS game, I want to play the game at my pace, which is usually a little slower, because I like to enjoy the game. I really want to get into it, uh, see what things are doing, use some strategy, take my time, plan things. I don't like to go in with the rush tactics. No, this one, like that. this was done. literally, the guy must have built a, uh, a stables, so he knew... He basically knew what to build, in what order, and how to get in front. And literally, as I was building my first, I think I got to the point where I was just building a barracks. He already had an army of horses, and he came over and just wiped me out, and everyone just watched me die. 
Yeah, yeah and, and a lot of people that are good like that, that's what happens when you join a game. That's why a lot of times if I play uh, uh, RTSs, I'll play myself and not with anybody else because... I, I only play with friends and against a computer mostly. Exactly. I wanna exactly set up, right. I do want to set up a night where there's eight of us and we all play head-to-head. -head. Yeah, I'll do that. We did I mean, that once a yeah. long time ago, remember? Yeah, the, we did it. I actually recorded it, but we was all just pissing about and no one actually done anything. Sure. We was all messing around. <laughs> and it all but turned it into like me just running around and hitting people and nothing really exciting that happened, did it? Yeah, you got to get some people in there that we're, we're going to take it at least semi-seriously. Um, and then it would be fun. Like a Civ game would be cool with all of us or, or the AOE, whatever. A Civ um, game is going to be really long, to be honest. Yeah, because in a Civ game... Oh, yeah, but you don't have to play it all in one... One it's turn-based. Turn That's not like real-time yeah. strategy. So you're not you're not actually playing. You're just waiting your turn. You but the thing is, um, when you're playing Civ now, you can actually play it. It's almost like a real-time strategy because you can all take your turns at the same time. Cool. I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. Right. So basically, say the game starts, all four of us start doing our first turn, and then until I finished the end of my turn, I can't do my next turn. So I do all of my turn whilst you're doing your turns. And then when it gets to the end of that, we all get to do the next turn. And then we all get to do the next turn. So pretty much as long as all of us are continuously doing what we need to do, it sort of flows pretty smoothly rather than waiting for Gray, waiting for you, waiting for me. Yeah, and I think that's a nice feature in the game. It kind of that, brings that in both cool. aspects. Yeah, that is cool. And did you know you can also play it by snail mail as well? So you can like... You can play it over email. Well, it's not really snail mail. That's like mail in the post. But yeah, still, I was gonna say. <laughs> same thing. You can play it over um, email. So you can set the game up. And basically, when I do my move, it's for people in offices and that. So I do my move. And then I'll press the button and email, it'll email one of you saying, you need to take your next move. You take your move. You press the button. It emails hands. And so if cool. you're in an, an office environment where you've got it on a hidden, like behind like a window or something... You could just do your t turns as they come up, and it'd be really cool. Yeah, I can see no business going on with that. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it does. If you've got eight people, imagine how long it is before you get your second go. Imagine how long the game lasts. It'll last over yeah. months. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna do something, especially on a stream, you only want to have like maybe three, you know, tops or something like that. Because eight, yeah, like you said, it's gonna take quite a while. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind doing a special stream like where I get eight of us on, um, and then we play through the game. We do it like a five-hour session. Sure. I'm, I'm, def I'm, def I'm definitely in for that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Mm. So What's we should move on to the next bit of news. Go for Assassin's it. Creed Valhalla season pass and post-launch content detailed. So apparently there's going to be a lot of stuff coming. Well, the game hasn't even come out yet. Uh, but apparently there's going to be a ton of uh, uh, Viking invasion content coming to Assassin's Creed season pass. So if you really like the Assassin's Creed games, and you tend to always end up buying the DLCs, you might want to look into the season pass. It usually makes the DLCs cheaper, uh, which is nice. Uh, apparently, they're saying that you don't have to worry. There'll be several free updates along with the season pass. So even if you don't buy the season pass, there's going to be some free updates that they're going to do to the game. We're going to put a little more content into it. Uh, they said the first uh, piece of uh, stuff they're going to be doing on the season pass will be Legend of Beowulf. And that's going to be available on launch day. So as soon as the game comes out, if you want to pick up on the season pass, you can get the Legend of Beowulf um, right away on launch day. Um, so that'd be kind of interesting. And yep. then in spring of 2021, they're going to do the Wrath of the Druids, which will uh, arrive alongside the second free update at that point. 
Uh, and in the next expansion, they're going to add Ireland and another dark new land that they haven't mentioned that uh, you'll be able to explore. So Paris they're kind of is also in there. Yeah, Paris is supposed to be in there. That's one of the free updates, actually. The is Paris it? Oh, okay, yeah. That's from what I've heard, yeah. Um, so they, they claim it'll be more of a Witcher-like experience with all this happening. So uh, I love the game. I usually pick up the DLCs, but they're really going all out with Valhalla they're, since they learned a lot from Origins and Odyssey, which I played both, and they're great games. So I'm really looking forward to this. Everything I've seen on the game, heard on the game, really sounds exciting and uh, i think i'll probably pick up on it maybe when it first comes out uh so that way i don't have to play i've Cyber still Punk never played assassin's creed <laughs> none of the newer ones that no, the, i've only played the first original but the one, newer ones are more rpgs eh? yeah uh, the other so, ones are so is it, um, would i be right in saying then if i went to say the egyptian one um mm -hmm. later odyssey isn't it no, Origins yeah. is the Egyptian. Origins. Oh, Origins. Odyssey is so Greek. The last one I played was the Black Flag. Oh, that's a good right. one. Oh, really? I like that one too. Because I don't like. I always say the same thing. I don't like it when it goes to the bit where you've got like all oh, you're going back in time and all that sort of stuff. Not no, you're either. going back to the Animus. Yeah, the modern time. That's that's stupid. Uh, in the two new games, it's actually almost non-existent with a few yeah, snippets here and there. Origins had a little bit. Odyssey has almost none, and I think Valhalla eliminates it altogether. Yeah, because what's the point of it? Yeah, because it's they stupid. know. Yeah, it's an overarching story in in the whole canon thingy. But yeah, it, they know people don't like that. <laughs> that was, that was I know people don't like it, but they put it in there because it was in the last one. Well, the purists like it for some reason, but those the purists have fallen by the wayside. Once it went to open world <laughs> RPG. It opened up yeah. a whole big audience, and the games are quality. I mean, the graphics are great. The story is usually great. The voice talents are great. There's so many missions to go on. I yeah, mean, it, the, the games have actually now turned out that they're actually learning tools as well in, in schools and stuff. Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, really big time. They started with Origins in Egypt, and they put out their Discovery Tour, they call it. Yeah. And they did a, they did a Discovery Tour with Odyssey Greek, and I expect, from what I understand, they're going to do it again with Valhalla. And they said it has been a very big deal with education. They've actually made it into a, a yeah. bit of a game, a game where the where the kids or the young yeah. people can learn things, but they have to also earn Interactive, things. Interactive, yeah, time. yeah. But if you think about it, way. if you think about it, whoever came up with that idea is genius because yep. basically they've taken a game which people play as a game, and then they've made it into something that if you can get into schools, a school like say you had a school that was it was in the curriculum or whatever, that's going to sell them so many copies, and they're they're just extra, sure. you know. So like me if i was in school and i'd get into going into a game and look around like ancient egypt and stuff i'd have been well excited you know i used to get excited when they used to wheel that massive great tv in on that big stand and you'd be like yes tv day you know <laughs> do you remember that like they'd, it'd be in the corner yeah. like the tv is out of the cupboard the tv had its own room it was so big <laughs> the old vcr <laughs> yeah or when they used oh, to God. have the old um old anchors the overhead projector we used to oh, write God, on the see-through yeah. bit of paper Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're probably not old enough, but do you remember the Advent uh, screen, the, one of the first projection screen TVs ever made, way back in like the 80s or whatever? Uh, very expensive, but I had a friend that had money and he had one of these things. And it was just like, when you first saw it, it was just kind of like, whoa. Problem was, you had to sit exactly in the middle. If you went a little bit to the right or a little bit to the left, you lost the picture completely. Really? <laughs> It'd just be terrible. I mean, you had to, so you all had to sit like this together, trying, you know, to watch right like that. Yeah, but it was impressive for I mean for its day, but it was like, really expensive. Um, yeah. One one of the things that you when you brought it up there, Nick, is on on Origins and also on uh, Odyssey. 
what I really find neat is because I'm a history buff is that when you go to either one of those games and you go to the discovery tour or not the discovery tour, just playing the main game, today's technology has learned so much about uh, life back then, all the way down to the detail of what kind of paints they used, the colors that they used, how they painted it, how they put the brickwork, how they did everything. And they applied all that into the computer to actually give you a, a rendition of what it probably looked like. In fact, probably exactly what it looked like. They've gotten to the point now where they know the exact pigments and colors and what they used and how they used them on all these things. So when you see a building, uh, a, you know, a Greek building, let's say in the game or a pyramid in, in Origins, it's looking like it did back then, which you have no clue because you've only seen what the ruins are. People look at the Greek uh, Parthenon and so forth, and they see just white marble left with a bunch of pillars, and they go like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. But what they don't understand is that thing was colorful as hell when, yeah. it, was, when it was new. And now it's all relived in the game, and that's where the education part really comes in because they're trying to show kids that, look, it's not just a boring gray color. This is what it looked like. This is exactly what to it looked fair, like. To be fair, if I was a kid part. and you came in and you went, look, it's normally boring gray, but look at now how bright it is. I'd be like, next. <laughs> yeah, that, that's also <laughs> But if it was in video game form, you would probably be interested, right? Yeah, yeah. If it was me yeah, walking around go. in the game, yeah, then that's totally different. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can go into a lesson and then I can walk around and play a game of like. Well, you can, and that's that's what it's all about. That's what Discovery Tour is all about. That's, that's what the cool they need to do some kind of bribery. So they get everyone in the class to do it, <laughs> and whoever gets the most coins by the end gets an extra long break or something. That'll get you going. Or a free, or a free game, even better. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You can unlock the game so, uh, if you do all your work over the year. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, by the way, launches November 10th. Just to get that last I'll part be in. buying it day one. Most likely I will um, be too. I believe you've got another bit of uh, news about Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I just thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, basically, a, a, a blind person, a sightless person, is playing the game. And apparently the, the byline reads, Sightless Sea of Thieves streamer plays by following sounds from his crewmates. I thought that sounded kind of interesting how they would do that. Apparently, this guy called Sightless Combat, that's his name in gaming, uh, he's an ex accessibility consultant and a streamer, um, and he has no, no sight. And basically, he joins up with his crew and basically plays the game based on sounds that he hears, based on chat that, that he hears, and based on what his friends tell him. And apparently, he's able to maneuver. He's able to, to actually drive the ship. He's uh, able to take out skeleton uh, armies and so forth just by going through things that he hears, a music technique. Maybe is he music... completely blind? Surely he's got to have completely. some sort of vision. No, they, they no. did the same in no. World of Warcraft a few years back with the raid. Also really? a blind person actually was able to raid, yeah. There's techniques there to, to do it. I'm not sure how they do it, but they listen to the voices, sounds, and yeah. they're better developed than, than we in that kind of stuff. So, I mean, they simply look, they listen sometimes even how the soundtrack uh, might build to a crescendo or or certain things in a battle and they kind of know um apparently you can find the the stream that he did online i believe it's on youtube and you can actually watch him do his thing uh but he's able to, to maneuver he's able to go places he's able to steer the ship he's able to get directions he's able to fight um and i thought that was pretty cool i mean i i didn't know that you could you know you don't think sometimes about what can you do i mean if you don't see how are you supposed to do anything um, he even can use a compass, which I thought was like, how do you use a compass? He says, using the compass allows you to count steps. So yeah. with his crewmate telling him how many he needs to go, he can accurately navigate to wherever he needs to go. It's like yeah, crazy. I'm like, though, wow. uh, with the noises. Cause yeah. you do get the steps each step on the, people don't realize that on a compass in that game. 
one step, it's like makes a noise. Hmm. Pretty neat though. I mean, so it gives you the opportunity to be able to do so. I think that's great. They do, I think they should do that. More interesting more than people playing games with bananas. <laughs> yeah. There's people that do that as well. Like people play games with frying pans. Or or there's a there's a guy that actually um finished Dark Souls 3. I think it was yeah. on one of those play mats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, uh, dance, really? dance revolution <laughs> mats or something. Awesome. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like the, that's like the speed run guys. They're they're pretty amazing too. They go through a yeah. whole game in like 15 minutes. I'm like, what? Yeah. You ever see the guy do the speed run in Doom Doom Eternal? Have you ever seen this? Is on that the one that's in seven minutes? Uh, yeah, I think well, I think it's ten or twelve minutes. Whatever. I watched but one the other had... day. I didn't watch it. I was seeing someone talking about it. And it was talking about doing a speed run in seven minutes in in a game, Dude, which it's was like crazy. A... I was just thinking how that is, but it's all like it's all glitches and stuff like that though. Oh, there's, there's a whole everything. there's a whole video series on YouTube where they make developers watch somebody do a yeah. speed run of their game. That's so... what this was. It was uh, <laughs> it was two, de two developers from Doom were watching this guy and they're like cracking up. They couldn't yeah. figure they couldn't figure out how this guy would figure out where the exact precise glitches were. There was this one where the guy showed how he could jump literally out of the map and travel wherever he wanted to. And what he did was he kind of maneuvered around, found a piece of ground, jumped straight up and then straight down. And then it propelled him all the way out of the map at 100 miles an hour. And he's flying above the map, and he just goes to the next part he has to go to, drops back down, and then continues the game. That's how they got through it in the eight minutes. It was, like, unbelievable. Really? But to learn it backwards, forwards, inside out, and know what you're doing and not get lost is, like, totally... It's insane. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have it, time, it... man. Some people got too much time, I'm telling you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> man. Right. <clears throat> Uh, Han, what's your news, dude? Well, I got a little bit of news, but again, take it with a grain of salt. Apparently, NVIDIA has cancelled the GeForce RTX 3080 20 gigabytes. Really? 3070 16 gigabytes, yeah. But again, grain of salt because those cards weren't even confirmed in the first place. So, hmm. We'll have to yeah, watch I out. I wonder about that. Well, remember, it's, it's all rumor. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we talked about this earlier, Gray. I mean, you got a different vision than me on this one, if it's true. Uh, well, just think but... how many people they're going to piss off if they bring out a 20 gig card like a couple of months after the original comes out when no one can even buy the original and then this new right. card comes out um and then also as well did you see that there's i haven't read any of it any real information about it but i've been watching the discord talk about it this big navi apparently there's stuff about that coming out now as well it leaked or something yeah but hans and i were even talking about that too the big navi is coming from a, a, a group called gamer meld and i really don't trust anything they say so me to neither. me that that means nothing to me but the only can... one that, he's uh, like you I mean nothing have... to me it doesn't i mean <laughs> the only one i have respect for is moore's law because he's pretty good uh he cooperates with at least two or three different sources and many times he's right so Fine, we'll see, you know. we'll see, we'll see. I, I said I, my piece about it, so I hope I'm wrong, to be honest. We but, might as well start talking a little bit about the 3080s and the updates. Um, how's it been? Gray, are you still trying to get one? No, no, I didn't even bother, because once I saw the trouble everybody's having in our Discord community, I forget it, man. You're still wait. in pre-order. You're so. still in pre-order. So Wacky, he actually got his turn up yesterday. Cool. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, cool. he's turned up yesterday. Did it um, work? But I've noticed the price of them's gone right up now, hasn't it? If you look on eBay or anywhere like that, they're selling for over a thousand pounds. Yeah, but I'm not paying eBay prices, no way. Um, no, I, yeah. I, I pre-ordered mine at the local shop, and I told them if it's not here by the end of November, I'm done. I'm skipping this series. So. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Like, it's got to the point, and I said this to you lot before. Nvidia are at, they're on such a high level now, and they're such a like high um 
platform that they know whatever they whatever they produce, people are going to buy it. So they've yeah. monopolized everything at this point. So they're just going to be like, oh, whatever happens, it don't matter. You know, whether they're rising prices up, whether they're, whatever's going on, does yeah, it be- not piss you lot off? Because I haven't gone for this card. Um, for me, I've got a 2080 and I'm likely to buy another 2080 for 250 quid because then I double my power here and still get my max frames on the computer that I want to play with, with the screen I'm using, and I'm a winner. Like, going out and buying a twenty, a 3080 and having the hassle that I'm seeing... If I ordered this card, yeah, and I didn't get it for two months, I'd be fuming. <clears throat> You're right. I absolutely agree. I mean, I told him, I want one by the end of November or I'm done. I'm skipping this generation. Simple. Why would, I was like, I was ready to go for Founders Edition. I was like at the button, and then I started hearing about all this stuff, and I'm going like, mm, yeah, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> like someone, someone explained to me where I've gone wrong here because I don't understand it. But if they're going to do a release date for these cards, surely they should have the stock ready to go. Because it's it's not like they had so much stock ready to go, which was enough. They they fell so short. It's almost like there was no yeah. stock, but they pre-ordered everywhere. It's almost like they. Wanted to know how many people wanted it before they started making them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then you also heard the stories too that they have plenty of stock and that they did it all on purpose. What I would, yeah, which I, don't, I, I don't believe. To be honest, I don't believe that. That that's but why would they? I did originally, well, but but now that I've seen how much trouble has been has been happening, now I'm thinking like, wow, you really didn't have enough. I'm the like, thing is, they're blaming everything on scalpers, and there's only two possible reasons. One is they didn't have enough stock. Or two, there is a problem with those Samsung eight millimeter, uh, eight nanometer thingy that they need to buy because they were also low in supply apparently. Not sure if that's true. It's also a rumor. Well, I also heard that it was the DDR six X. Yeah, see, that, six, that's yet another X rumor. Not available. Yeah, there's so um, many rumors at the moment. That I think we'll probably never know. But whatever happens, this launch is is not good to say the least. Yeah, but and, the thing yeah. is, this is what I was trying to say at the beginning, and that's what a few comments are coming up about as well. It's like. Why would you have a release date if you haven't got the stock? Just get the release date and say to everybody, look, we haven't got, we know there's a, a mil- billion people that want to buy these things. We don't have enough stock at the moment, so we're going to hold on for another month. Because everyone would have just kept their cards. Because I'd be pissed off because a lot of people sold their cards a month before the release date in order to, <clears throat> sorry, in order to have that card ready to come in as, it, as they bought it. So how many people are out there now that have bought 10 at 1050 TIs or 1660s? Is it a scam to try and get people to buy the lowering cards? Oh, get them to think they're getting their card. They all go out and buy a smaller card. And then, oh, yeah, it's not in stock. So they use that card for a little while. Then they buy it. It's like double, double bubble with everybody. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's a story I, I hear a lot. Um, luckily, I didn't do that with my card. But a lot of people indeed did, even in the community. Yeah, I nearly did it. And Jansen did it. And it's yeah. it's almost like... Why actually put them on sale if there's none, not enough to go around? Even if it was half the people and some people didn't do it, but I ain't seen every single person can't get hold of the card. Yeah, the thing is, even yeah. the AIBs have problems with manufacturing cards, apparently. It's not just NVIDIA. Yeah, I've only it's seen two people them. get these cards out yeah, of hundreds. It, I actually know nobody in my country that has one of those cards. Not saying they're not here, I'm, I just know nobody. Exactly. If, that's exactly if I my see point. one out in the wild, it's usually a Zotac or one of those others, PNY and all those things. But it's scarce, really scarce. Yeah, and, I think I think something seriously went wrong with the back ends that none of us can see. And someone's done a really bad job and messed up big, big time. 
whether the well, ordering the department or they couldn't get like parts for it or whatever. But they should not have put these out. They shouldn't have put them out no. until they were fully tested. So, like, Zotax. The Zotax came out. There was major issues for the first like three weeks or something, wasn't there? Like, how yeah, is that stuff I, not te- not tested enough? Yeah, I know. Uh, apparently, now you can get the 3090 here, but they're about 1,800 euros. Like I'm me? Not for, no, yeah, like me. I am, uh, graphics card-wise, I'll always go with NVIDIA, yeah? But if I ordered that card and I didn't get it within a month of when I paid for it, I tell you what, I'd be going and getting a big navvy just to piss them off to make them realise, next time, don't piss about with my money. Because you think, where's all that money being held? Yeah, in the bank, so they can make money on your money. Exactly. Yeah, of course. It's a joke, you know? Maybe they did that on purpose so they can make back some of their costs up front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what yeah. they're doing. This whole um, launch has been a big debacle, and I've never seen it uh, this way. Well, uh, I had read, too, that, and this makes sense, too, that they decided to premiere the card when they did because they knew when Big Navi was going to come out. So they wanted to get a jump on Big Navi, and that they probably knew they didn't have the stocks, but they still wanted to get it out before big navy period yeah and that's what they did probably, now, the, sec- probably. The, the next story was is that they were going to come out with the 308020 gig in october when big or ne- in november when the big navy's go on sale and that way they can sit there and boast hey we got a 20 gig card yours is only 16 but now we're hearing maybe if this article's true and supposedly they hear it from two independent sources if they really did cancel it not postpone it they're saying canceled then that gives AMD all the advantage they could ever want. Or, or like I said earlier, they know what Big Navi is. Um, but it's, the thing is, I, it's an answer I to your question there. I tend to think it left that, though. Because you're saying that was going to come out at the end of October, yeah? And that was a 20-gig card. Right. Again, if that was going to be on sale at the end of October, whether it's true or not, they wouldn't have cancelled it because there'll be stock lying around of these cards. They would have been made ages ago. Yeah, that's true. Or, again, they're talking about selling something that they ain't got. Right. Exactly. You know? We don't know what's real and NVIDIA itself never talked about that card. eh? It's all rumors and speculation. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into some of the uh, comments. So Mystic Dude, he said, uh, how to make an item obsolete before even uh, delivering them. Uh, Announce a better one. Bet the third-party suppliers and investors were over the moon. Not about the 20 gig shot in the first foot. A shot in the foot. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a point though. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, Comic Clown says I'm still seventh in the queue, like I was five weeks ago. Well, it's quite funny because Wacky <laughs> he was something like a hundred and uh, no, I think he was forty third, and then he went back and checked his email the next day, and he was forty fourth, and he's like, I've gone down the list. How have I gone down <laughs> the list? Like, so they just slipped someone in in front of him. Which is, but then again, he said he just got it, and Comic Con was way up in the list, and he still didn't get it. So yeah, how does that work? How does that I work? Don't think those lists are fairly accurate. I mean, it's just a placeholder, I think. To, yeah, you know, for what? Just for to shut what, you actually. up. Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I think they told Comic he was seventh in line when he's really like two hundred and fifty-eighth. <laughs> they just didn't want to say anything. <laughs> you are seven hundred and sixty-seven in line. You're Your like, car will canceled. be here any day. Go ahead and sell your other graphics card. Don't worry. <laughs> we don't even have a waiting queue here, so <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go out and buy an old an old GTX from somewhere. Yeah, just put it in there and wait for us. There's no problem. Man, like I haven't even I'm not even looking at getting the thirty eighty. Um and I look at it myself like if I was being pissed around like everyone else is right now, I would just not bother with it at all. Just boycott the whole of that generation of card. No, I'm you know? I'm close to doing that. 
You know, just leave it. Don't even go for it. Wait well, until so them guys, cards. You guys have, yeah, but you guys have 2080, so that you could do that. I'm not going to do that because I have a 1080, so I'm but why deciding you buy to buy another 1080. What's that, 100 quid? I don't want another 1080. I want, I want the newest thing. And with the, with the, I, that's the whole point. I skipped Ooh, the sharp, 20. Stop complaining then. <laughs> I, I missed the series 20 on You're purpose the one complaining to wait for most. the 30s. <laughs> yeah, but but I'll tell you one thing. If Big Navi's all cracked up to what it should be, I would be really tempted to jump ship. I mean, I'm going to wait, obviously. I would be tempted to jump ship, but I'm so used to NVIDIA. But hypothetically, if Big Navi actually delivers and all the leaks are true and they have a counterpart for DLSS, which I don't think they have, by the way, and they got something about ray tracing, I might consider it. But again... My main gripe with AMD still is the drivers. And I know people are going to say drivers are fine now, but it always takes a while be before the drivers get fine, so to speak. In the end, they're really good, but it takes a while for them to reach that level. And that's not the case with NVIDIA, mostly. Oh, you know what I just thought about? It. I don't know if I would do this, but if I ended up getting a big Navi and using it, and let's say for some reason, any reason... I wanted to switch back to NVIDIA. I'll just take the big Navi sell on an eBay, <laughs> recoup well, my losses, and buy the... That, that, that's also a thing you can do, yeah. <laughs> and that way I would get a chance to actually that, use it. By the time you've bought that card and then try and sell it, it won't be worth anything. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I, I don't think it will. I mean, it could be, but I doubt it. But it would be fun in a way because if I had the big Navi and they really are having these problems with stock and NVIDIA, I could be playing on the big Navi for the next two, three, four months before the NVIDIA is even available. He's got a yeah. point there, Nick. <laughs> um, Magic Gaming just said in the chat, what would you need 20 gigabytes on a graphics card for anyway? But the thing is, that is needed on some games. Like, I'm not messing around. Like I said to you, how old GTA 5? And that already takes 16, uh, 16 VRAM. Yeah, but don't forget that it's allocated VRAM, and Nick, that's not the total... Yeah. So... But still, if you're gonna go, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's if possible. You want, if you're paying yeah. that kind of money, you want that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? I, I agree with you. I mean, ten gigabyte maybe is a little bit. No, it's it's not a little bit. It's it's way too less actually for the price we're paying. Yeah, like look look at mine. I've got the twenty eighty here, um, and I got rid of a Zotac. But like I said, one of the six uh, highest powered Zotac cards on the ten eighty Ti's. And I actually lost RAM because this card's only got eight gigs on it, yeah? Yeah. And like now in games, I noticed that I can't even put like the the sliders up. Do you know what I mean? Without going yeah. over the top of what the card's got on it. And to me, I find that annoying because the only reason I got this card was for ray tracing. I don't even use ray tracing because it ain't got the power to run it on this screen. So it was just a waste of time. You know, Trubshaw's got my um, Zotac card now and I'm sure... If he's in chat, he'll let you all know how good that card actually is. It's a free slot that, card. That, it was massive. Yeah, that card was a beast. I remember benchmarking it with you. Yeah, it was super, super powerful for that card. That was. Yeah. I can't remember actually where I got it from, but it, I remember it being a, a massive, massive card. Um, but yeah, I think I think any of the new Nvidia's probably have more VRAM than you really need. But at the same time, if the price is right, then it's worth it. Come on down. Yeah. The price is right. And you remember I mean, that? that's why that's why I was holding out <laughs> for the 308020 gig. I thought if it was going to come, and maybe it still is, but if it's not going to come, then the heck with it. But if it was going to come out soon and it wasn't too much more, I'd yeah. probably make the move See, to get that one. Lord did exactly what I said. He sold his 28. He ended up buying a 1066 gig until he can get a new card. A lot of people. 
Man, that would piss me off, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're playing, I don't you're mind playing doing games that, that if are it's stacked. like a month, a stopgap for a month, and then you've got somewhere to put the cards. So like me, I'd do that for a month, and then with the 1050 or the 1660 or whatever it is, I'd give it to one of my kids, and it would be passed down. But like just to go out of the way to do that, to wait for a card, that would piss me off. I'm definitely... See, if I, had, definitely... If I, if, if I could never do that, because when I'm, I'm my 1080, I'm still playing most every game on ultra settings and having no problems. But if I had to sit there and go down below my card, forget it. I'd be, I would be pissed. Yeah, that's why I didn't sell my 2080 yet. As much as I hate that card, um, I'm keeping it until I get a new one. Yeah. See, yeah. I think for me, um, I'm gonna wait and see what comes out after the 3080, um, whether they bring a super or a TI or some new name or whatever, um, and then and only then. I would think about it or I'll wait to the next gen because my computer don't really need the upgrade. There's only one game at the moment. And it's quite funny because I was playing with Comic Clown. Does anyone play Call of Duty in chat? Uh, Modern Warfare. Because I don't know if anyone knows anything about the graphics on that game, but um, it's just bizarre. I put it on max settings, yeah, and I'll get a solid 70 frames on a 100 hertz monitor. Um, if I... Uh, sorry, if not, yeah, on max... But if I turn everything down to try and get it up to 100 frames, I could put it on minimum settings and I get even less. So basically, I get more frames when I turn up the settings, but I don't get it. I've never seen that before in any game ever. That, that's probably to do with optimization of the game itself, uh, probably. Nah, weird, yeah, that man. Would, that would make sense. It's weird. Yeah, a game like that, weird. Yeah. And I've been playing, I was playing with uh, my son and Comic, and we're trying to run around and shoot each other, and, I, and I'm constantly like, hold on a minute, I've got to change my graphics again. Play it, turning it up, turning ray tracing off, turn ray tracing on, turn the graphics down. And I'm like, it's not changing, it's the same all the way through. Weird, man. Yeah, weird. <laughs> well, I think like Hans said, so many games are, are not optimized correctly, and I think that really plays havoc with your card because you're constantly having to change things. I mean, not everything is optimized as good as the Doom games, let's say, which is a good example. Um, so, when I mean, even the one like Division 2, I play it a lot, but it could be better optimized for sure. Yeah. Um, Do you I, know have, what? I have crash problems. Do you know what I was just thinking? Um, I don't know if anyone's into this, but I know hands you are because you're like me. Um, I've been overclocking my machine all day, like pissing about yeah. with it, changing things, trying to get that little bit more power out of it. And obviously, I've got a 9900K and I've got a 2080. Um, and I've managed to get my 9900K to like 5.1 stable. Um, and I got my graphics card. It used to go to 2,150 megahertz, but I could only get it this time after an update to 2,050, which is weird. I've had this happen before with updates. Um, yeah. But I was thinking about making a 3D mark room or some kind of benchmark room where people can all put their scores in there and their specs. And then oh, we all we, for that one. Yeah, and we can all like have little competitions and stuff of what specs and what we can do. Um, I reckon that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. If, if anyone our, out show there, our e Yeah, if anyone out there is listening and you're into like even if even if you're not an overclocker, but you're interested in getting into it or you're you're like what you're you like the idea of it, and um, we could do that. And on days we could jump in and all just piss about of our computers and see who can get the like. I found it quite helpful because Hans has got a 9900K. But he's got a 2080, uh, an RTX 2080 um, Ti, yeah. and so I on on 3D Mark it gives you a graphics score because it does everything on your computer. So it gives you graphics and CPU. But my CPU, I'm like, look, I'm at five gigs at the moment. What's your score? 
and he was getting a higher score than me. So I knew that I was doing something wrong. So I had to change a setting somewhere to bring it back up. And what we can do is we can all we can all test off each other and then we'll all learn about our computers compared to the rest of us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we can and, even help you if you've got any problems with overclocking. Yeah, I might I might set a room up afterwards because that's something we've never had in the Discord. Um, to anyone that's not in our Discord, there's the link. And to anyone listening uh, or listening to this back on the podcast, um, just go to extremepcuk.co.uk. On the front page, there'll be a Discord link. Just click it and it'll install Discord and you can get in here for free. Use the rooms and it's good to get more and more people in. Um, I want to start trying to get like more... This podcast, I know this goes out to thousands of people per week here. And I really want to get all of you listeners that are out there. And I know because I used to be on other podcasts and I would be the listener. And it's funny because a podcast is known that people don't engage with the people on the podcast. But we want you to engage. Like we want people to come forward, come into our Discord, get involved with us, play games with us, come and join us in the chat and the chat on Discord. We're all very friendly. Um, so if you're one of them people that listens and you're always like, oh, I really like, I would really like to get on and play with them guys, but I don't really know them. I feel a bit silly. We want you to come on and just go, look, I was listening to podcast. You said jump in Discord, so I did. And instantly, trust me, all of us lot will all text you because whenever someone new joins in, we're instantly like, hi, welcome to the welcome to the Discord. Which games do you play? And every, it's not just one of us. It's about 10 people will jump in and start talking. Do you know what I mean? Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Sure. Happens all the time. Yeah, just get in, man. Get in here. Get over here. <laughs> and then when you get on here, on Tuesday nights, 8.30 p.m. UK, we do Division 2 Clan Night. Yeah, so you've got um, Division 2 Clan Night, if anyone's into yep. Division 2. We've got movie nights on Saturdays sometimes. Um, we're we going to do, do an Age of, Emp- with other stuff. Age of Empires Night. We're gonna have, we've got lots of people playing Call of Duty at the moment. Um, and trust me, if you're someone that plays computer on your own and you don't feel like you've got a clan or you don't really feel like you've got people that want to play with you, because a lot of people like that. I was always like that. I played on my own. you know. And Gray, like you, how old are you? And you said that you only recently got into, when you got into our, our clan, was the first place that you even came into, you know? And I was yep. quite shocked by last week's pod because we was talking about our ages and about getting into gaming at our age and like your age and stuff. And there was a lot of people actually talking about that afterwards. There's a lot of comments about yeah, how good yeah, it is to see you getting into gaming. Yeah, and in fact, there was a couple of people that joined uh, the Discord that are in their mid-40s. And one of them in particular was telling me, I was talking to him a little bit, he's saying that uh, I haven't been able to find anybody to play any games with. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I have... I have no, I have no friends into my kind of gaming. I can't find anybody. And then he's happy here now because he actually finds some people. I will warn you all though. Once you get gray in your circle, you can't get him out forever. That's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Oi>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but nah, it is really good. Like I think the Discord at the moment, um, out of all the different uh, like clans, discords, and things I know, I honestly, honestly, not just because I own it, but I honestly believe our Discord is such a good place. There's no bad people in there. And you can honestly jump in as not knowing anyone and just get on and play some games and no one judges you, you know what I mean? It is a great community, i got to say. And there's no bullies in there. There's no horrible people. If there was, it'd be me getting the bullying done. I'd be the the one that's getting bullied all the time. Everyone would just give me grief. Hey, look, (laughs) on rare, rare rare occasions when we get that type of person in there, we ban them so fast, you have no idea. There's always someone on there to kick him. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yep. Man, uh... El Bandito says, uh, I'm definitely considering Big Navi. NVIDIA have proper shat the bed with this launch. <laughs> nice. I agree. 
<laughs> but would, are you just saying that or do you actually really really would go for it because i think a lot of people think it like look at gray he hates nvidia at the moment but he still wouldn't leave right i mean it's a love-hate relationship that's, you're hooked that's exactly with the barbed hook man you can't get off that love the cards hate some of the other garbage <laughs> how can yeah. i tell you hey mercy said once you've had gray there's no other way <laughs> i didn't even see that man good good one mercy and i like that <laughs> how funny is that man that right funny. let's move on anyway um that's the news uh let's get into um some where's the gaming section gone why is the questions at the top gray have you been fiddling with the questions what? again i did nothing the games are right there yeah they're, they're here let's scroll down it says games <laughs> nick cod where see Oh, yeah. Everywhere, right below. I don't know what happened to my notes there, man. Something man. really bad happened. They just disappeared, and it was just a question. It's, right, I got it. I got it. I got it. called scrolling, man. Scroll. Just scroll, and you'll be okay. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm back. I'm ready. I've looked at my notes. I've had a refresh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's get into the game. So, first off, I want you to sure. say, um, I started streaming. Obviously, I stream on Monday, Wednesdays, and I stream over the weekend, and we do the Thursday night with the live show. Um, I started streaming Monday morning. And it was a very, very quiet morning, yeah? It was like nothing really... No one even turned up when I first started streaming. It was just me. So I, like, before I do my stream, I do like a little intro. I'm like, hi, everyone. How are you? And it's me on camera, big. And I'm like, I just came on and I was like, there's no one here. So I'm just going to play the game. <laughs> hi, <laughs> how are you? Nobody's page. there. <laughs> <laughs> I just started playing the game, yeah? Um, and then I was playing um, Euro Truck Simulator. And the idea was I was going to head down to Italy and do this and do that. But I just really wasn't feeling it that morning. So Comic came in. And he was like, well, what are you, what you up for playing then? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, And I just looked through and I, I saw Age of Empires 3, the um, definitive edition, had just come out on the Xbox Game Pass. So I was like, do you reckon, Comic, if I play this, anyone will actually turn up? And uh, I think it was Lord or someone, someone, I don't know if it was Lord, someone came in and they was like, dude, I don't think you should play this game. Like, You're not going to get any viewers with this boring game. And within t five minutes of saying that, um, someone called um, Seabooty or Seabooty gave me a raid for 20 people, yeah? So the, it filled up and then it went up to like 30 people. And, and I was like, I felt honestly, I didn't say that no one knew this at the time, but I was like, oh my God, there's loads of people watching me and I'm crap at this game. So I'm thinking, what can I do here <laughs> to try and make this entertaining? So I start playing Age of Empires on easy and I thought that was still going to be hard. And I played through like the whole game and I, I completed it in two hours. So then everybody was saying, like, look, why don't you try getting on to moderate, which is what most people play it on, which is a hard, much harder level. And um, so I was a bit I was a bit nervous because I thought I don't I, like I know a lot of people that play this like competitively and that will be watching because in when I'm on there, if I've got that many people, I'm like in the top couple of rows of Twitch. So the, the big people that play it will watch them. So I started playing Age of Empires and I actually managed to complete the game on moderate. And it was really good. I think, Hand, you was watching, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I'm a fan of those games. Yeah. And, and, like, we literally... I built up an army and I started getting used to it. And I started getting to the bit where I was building up, like, three big armies. Uh, cheers for them, uh, Bits Mystic, dude. I really appreciate that, dude. <laughs> um, and, like, I started building up the army. And, like, I had these free, like... And the, the, the people watching were helping me going, like, if you... Oh, my God, I got a gas mask. The people helping <laughs> me were like, look... You, if you press control one, you can set that into one army, another army, another army. And everybody got involved and just started helping. And I managed to complete the game, like the, the um, skirmish, with being the winner by taking out every single person. 
And then I started getting big-headed. The next day I came back and basically I said, I'm going to play competitive. And that's when I got totally muddled. The guy came in, he wiped me out of the game in about 10 seconds. Um, but I was playing Age of Empires and I really, really enjoyed Age of Empires. And I was actually really shocked about how many people watch Age of Empires as a stream. Like, Hans, why would, why did you watch it? Because, like, not just... I know you watch it because I'm here as well. That's part of it, but... Yeah, yeah, no, but um, we were planning on playing it uh, that night also with friends because we're huge Age of Empires 2 fans. Now, to be honest and to be fair, I like Age of Empires 2, Definitive Edition, a lot better than 3. But 3 is also oh, really? still good. I didn't like the third one when it came out um, all those years back. Because compared to the second one, I thought it was a bit... What's I the know, difference? Because I, I can't remember the difference between 3 and 2. The difference... The buildings are the same, but they have other purposes. Like okay. the market, for example, and stuff. That, that's what I can say. But the second one, I don't know. There's something about that one. It was bigger and more robust. And the third one is, is nicer to look at, maybe. But mm. I don't know. It doesn't go as fluidly than the second one. But that's my opinion. And... I said, you know what, I'm going to watch Nick here and see what the, the, the Definitive Edition is like. And it looked a little bit better. And we played it that night with friends. And we actually enjoyed it. I'm yeah. not saying it's better than the second one. So but I, I liked it more than the original it. third one. I love the fact yeah, that I'm... I inspire people to play games all the time. <laughs> I always get people come forward and go, do you know what, Nick? They come into Discord. It's like, hi, Nick. I've been listening to the podcast for like the last 30 episodes or whatever. And do you know what? On this one, blah, 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 you played this game and I heard you speak about it. And do you know what? I was at work and I thought, do you know what? When I get home tonight, I'm going to buy that game and I'm going to play it. And I'm like, oh, right. So I inspired you to buy this game. And then they're like, yeah, game was crap. You made it sound well good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I could name a few games you recommended to me back in the days, but uh, we're not going to get into that sucks one. Sucks you all in. <laughs> I didn't even Every get a game I recommend it. is great. <laughs> i i watched because again i'm an rts fan and i played aoe3 prior to definitive i played it when it first came out and i always liked it so it was fun watching you and i, I wanted to tune in just because i wanted to see how the gameplay was how the graphics yeah. had improved you know whether they made any little differences or whatever and so i i had fun watching it well do you know I what really one really... one thing i didn't understand and i never really i always play um like england or britain in every game obviously that's where i'm from so that's what i play like and i never actually knew until i was on stream and i was like oh look who should we be and someone said be the aztecs so i started being the aztecs i never realized that everybody has different troops or they have different weaknesses and strengths i thought everybody had the same right. like guns or whatever but you don't know oh, all no, totally no, no. different yeah no they're totally different so like yeah. i i was um i played as the chinese and like they have rice fields and stuff like that but they didn't have any kind of like decent ammunition it was like little guys frying stones with like little little rags like frying stones at each other and i was like oh man and that was the only people that i could get with them um that i could see at that point but they and, have good walls yeah but that's the point i didn't realize it's all about using your like your strengths you know but i really enjoyed playing the game and i actually found when i got into the second go i was sort of like Mm, is I'm, I'm getting a bit bored of this, but you play for 10 minutes and you're hooked in again because it's a totally different game. It's a different map. I really want to play that game with eight people. If there's eight people that want to play it, get in Discord and let me know who, who's up for it and we'll get into one big gaming session one day. To the, you know, one, one, thing I, one, one thing I find out of with RTSs and even the uh, turn-based strategy games, 
those are the only games that I end up staying up way later than I should be yeah. <laughs> playing the game because you're going one more round, one more round. That's one Jansen more round you... on um. Oh, what was that game we used to play? Empyrean. Oh man, I've never seen oh. anyone get addicted to a game like that. Jansen was so addicted he was coming home from work on his lunch break, getting on, and then not going back to work. Or he'd be on there, like I'd get off at eight o'clock at night, and then I'd go to work in the morning. I'd text Jansen, where are you? But like, I'm still playing. I didn't go to work. I rang in sick. <laughs> like that yeah, game was little, crazy that's, that's addiction. A, yeah. uh, Magic said I didn't realise it was on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, it's definitely on Xbox Game Pass. I rather wouldn't be playing it. <laughs> a few days ago it came out. <laughs> Jansen's that's like Nick usually has the worst yeah. game suggestions. There's no so problem. much good stuff on Xbox Game Pass, and now with Bethesda games coming soon there and etc., it's going to be like even more. Man. In fact, if you wait, if you wait a little bit, you'll be able to play the Doom games. So if anybody hasn't got those games, wait a little while. It'll end up popping up on Game Pass, and you'll be able to play them all. Yeah. Um. the The next game that I've been playing this week is uh, I went back to Call of Duty, like we said earlier on Modern Warfare, uh, for the Halloween special. Have any of you played this? Not me. No. Oh man, I'm loving it. A lot of the community members aren't loving it so much as I am. But what they've done is they've taken the Warzone, and Warzone's free for everybody to play, by the way. You don't need to buy the Game Pass to play it. You don't need to buy the game to play it. It's completely free. And at the moment, they've got a Halloween event. So basically, they've got zombies in the in the actual Warzone map. And if you don't know what Warzone is, it's a battle royale. So it's like 150 people drop into the map. Uh, you in teams of one, two, three, or four. And basically, you, you land and you have to kill everybody, move with the circle to the center, be the last man standing. Now, what they've done with the Halloween is, if you get killed, normally you'd go into a place called the Gulag, and you'd get a one-on-one with another guy that's died, and if you kill that person, you come back into the game. If you die again, you're out. And what they've done is, they've got rid of that, and they've done this like whole, this whole Halloween-themed event, so there's ghosts all over the map, and there's pumpkins and little arms coming out the floor, and I think they've done a really good job of it. And basically, now, when you die, you turn into a zombie. That zombie's cool. got... It's got magic, like magic powers. You can jump super high and far. Like, you can jump, like, 200 meters. And basically, <laughs> to come back alive, instead of going to the gulag, you have to get two vials. And you can get them, one vial by killing someone, or you can get a vial by just finding it. But the thing is, if you zombify someone by killing them, uh, you basically get a vial off of them, but you get a kill as well. So you've got, like, all these people that get killed. They're all bouncing all over the map. And they're, like, basically trying to hunt you down. And... You can just keep dying, coming back, dying and coming back. And I've got to say, man, I really, really am enjoying the zombies mode because it's just so much more fast paced. Even when you're just like walking, you've got to watch your back because the zombie's got it got no gun. He's got to attack you close on. If you give it a headshot, it's a one shot kill. If you like shoot it normally, you've got to have a significant amount of bullets to kill it. Um, otherwise, it'll kill you. And I found that a lot of people think it's hectic, but, but I just really enjoy it, man. I love being a zombie. I get loads of kills with a zombie. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> but none of you have played it. What did everybody in chat think about it? Has anyone played it? Uh, Jansen doesn't like it, but then Jansen doesn't play games. He doesn't like anything, so we'll ignore his comment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Comic Clown says, I quite liked that mode. Uh, more action. Yeah, it is. It's like there's you're constantly being attacked or you're attacking someone, um, and it's much more fast-paced. You're in the game, you're out of the game, you're in the game, you're out of the game. It's a bit like that. Um but I actually made it all the way, and I came third in the game. And what happened is, the map got totally small, 
until there was about 20 people in one place. But then there's zombies. You can see the blue fly out fire coming out of them, and they're jumping all over the place. And so what I did is I hid in, a, in the back of a Luton van, and I just kept shooting out the back of the van as people went past. And I actually got to third place, which I was well impressed with because I've never won the, the zombie special. Uh, Magic Gaming says he prefers the normal mode, but that's because he can't headshot. <laughs> Fair enough, Magic. Um, but yeah, so I've gone back to Call of Duty for a little while, um, and I see there's a lot of demand for people wanting rooms to play Call of Duty. So if anyone out there wants to play Call of Duty, wants if you're looking for a team to play with, uh, get on our Discord. That's the place to go. Um, we'll definitely get into a group. And if you ever see us in any room, it's got a name of the game. If you want to play that game, just jump in with us. Every like. I can't stress enough how if there's three people in a room playing a game and you don't know them people, just jump in a room and say hi. And everyone will be like, oh, hi, we're playing this. Do you want to get in? Because if they didn't want people to jump in that room, they wouldn't be on my Discord in that room. That's pr I'd exactly. say that's true. They would go into a private room if they didn't want people to jump in. So everyone's welcome to jump into the games with us. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing over the last couple of weeks. Uh, what about you, Gray? Well, uh, Doom Eternal's first DLC just came out. It's called The Ancient Gods Part 1. Uh, and I played a couple hours of it yesterday, and I love Doom, Doom, Doom Eternal. Period. So the chance to come back and do the DLC, I had bought the season pass, so it cost me a little less that way. Um, so I was just jumping right back in with ripping and tearing and against all the demon hordes again. Uh, the cool thing is, is that with the DLC, you start out with all your weapons, which is a lot, uh, plus your uh, your alternate modes on every single one of the weapons. So you have everything. But in order to compensate a little bit for the fact that you're you have so many weapons right at the start of the DLC. They throw a lot more demons at you, though. So you're having to really scramble and run around. And in Doom and Doom Eternal, it's a fast-paced game. You you slow down, you're dead. You stand still for too long, you're dead. So the idea is to keep on moving, picking up loot, loot as you go along, trying to pick up health and armor. Uh, if nobody's ever played the game, basically the difference between Doom and, and uh, 2016 and Doom Eternal is that now you can take your chainsaw out and chainsaw a couple of demons and you'll get a whole bunch of ammo and so forth. But to get armor, you have to throw a flamethrower or hit your flamethrower at the enemies and it will regurgitate armor. Besides the fact that you can pick some of this up anyway as you travel around the game. So I started out with all my weapons and I was like surprised that so many demons are coming at me, but it was such a blast. That game is just, it's beyond good. It is, it is so much fun. I mean, it really is. Uh, there is a couple of new things I noticed that when I got into the game, I've never seen turrets before in a Doom game, and now all of a sudden they have a turret, and true to the game, it's this big eyeball that pops up and just starts firing at you, and you've got to get out of the way. And the only way you can you can destroy, like one of the only ways, uh, I don't know about turrets, though. I don't think they ever had turrets in the game, did they? That I remember. It wasn't in the first Doom. It wasn't in Doom in Eternal, first, either. In the first Doom, didn't they have that like eye that floated around? It's like a big eye. Well, they still have some of that stuff in the demons. They have a big, big demon with a big eyeball that floats around, uh, but not an actual standing turret, which is mm. interesting. And the only way you can destroy the turret is by hitting it right in the eye twice. And not every gun will work on it, so you have to so you have to be careful of that. You can be shooting a gun and just really wasting your time. Um, but it's it's a wonderful game. It's optimized perfectly, just the same as before. So if you uh, shoot a gun, I, you want to get them in the eye. With that particular uh, one, you want to shoot it right in the eye. But the the great thing is all the rip and tear scenes. Whenever you go into these, uh, uh, when you're killing a, derm a demon, you go into what they call glory kill, and those are the funniest and the best. Where they'll just your your character, the Doomslayer, will just take him and rip him in half, pull out his arm, stick it in his eye, 
pull out his leg, shove it down his throat, blow his head off, put a blade right through his, his skull and throw him to the side. It's just like, it. That's what. You, it's so much fun. It's, it's just pure gory fun. It, it is, but it's just they just know how to do it, man. There's just no game like it. No, probably never will be. Uh, it's just outrageous. So if you're into the Doom Doom Eternal. If you got Xbox Game Pass, since they bought Bethesda, it will head over to Xbox Game Pass eventually. Don't know how long. I haven't heard any date. Uh, but if it does, people out there, if you got Game Pass, pick it up and play the games. They're just so much fun. I mean, so much fun. And that's my game. I played the Doom. Week. I played the the first is the the first Doom, not Eternal. Um, Doom 2016. I, yeah, all the way I really back. really enjoyed it. And do you know what? I haven't even thought about going to Doom Eternal. And it's purely because, and I'll be totally honest with you, because I just wait for the Xbox Pass to see what comes on it. And if nothing comes on it, I just play what's on it. I'm, I don't I'm, blame you. In, in this case, you might as well. I mean, it's going to it's gonna get there. I honestly so. feel like I'm starting to go there more than I am Steam. I don't even really oh, look at the sales am. on Steam now. Yeah, I definitely am. I don't even bother with the sales anymore on Steam. I do it all the time. And by yeah, the way, Doom, Doom and Doom Eternal is one of the few games that Jansen does like. Ooh. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Oh. Or so, or I love so it the way I love it the way Jansen puts his message in, like I love Doom, as if everyone would go, "Yes, Jansen, yes." <laughs> <laughs> You're I was going to say, know. Uh, just quickly, totally off track. Who thinks next week's going to be the Halloween show? Who thinks next week we all dress up for the podcast? You have to get a Halloween outfit. Gray, you can't turn up as you. We know you're scary, but you need a proper Halloween outfit. <laughs> can I, that can does I not make mean getting your cowboy hat out of the cupboard. That's the only thing I got, though. That's what you were going to do as well, wouldn't it? You was going to get that cowboy hat out. Nick, what if mm. we dress up as Gray? All three of yeah. us. We get like them yeah. real, you know, like them real, like, um, you know, like on what's that program uh, with Steve-O in it, where they get like the old man masks and that, and they pull them over. We could get Gray ones made. Okay. <laughs> he would do that. All three well, of this us. Would be Gray special. I don't have to change any of my look at all. Only you guys would. So that's, I'm game for that one. <laughs> You're like, which one's gray? <laughs> We'd all have to go, hi, I'm Grey Gamer 25. All you need, Nick, is that overlay that happened that time when you were when you were streaming. And that, yeah, that, that like, the whole gray overlay was great. <laughs> yeah. so good. But no, I'm thinking next week we all have to dress up. Yeah, I Full mask. need a mask one. and an outfit. A mask? Come on, man! You can get a Halloween outfit for like ten quid. Can I just Dude, do not, makeup? I'm not ten years old. You can old. do I'm makeup if you mask. want. Makeup's good. So I'll makeup. do makeup. If I'm on, I'm, I'm do makeup. My my girlfriend will paint me. Oh god, what did I just? I'm gonna get a washable marker and just draw like scars all over my face. Is that does that? Qualify? No, no. If I tell you what, if you turn up to the podcast and you haven't got a decent level of uh, Halloween attire on, I'm gonna make you <laughs> invisible for the whole podcast. But it's too late, man. I can't get anything that fast. <laughs> what do you we, mean? We can all, we can all come shirtless. Week. That's Halloween, no? You can go to any shop and just buy like a mask to put over your head. I, I don't go anywhere right in, in this COVID era, man. I'm not going to go I'll tell you what anywhere. we do. We'll put it out on the Discord and people can vote for what, what you lot have got to be. Shirtless. Oh, no, no, no. That's the... <laughs> because they're going to say stuff that'll be that of that'll what set us back hundreds of dollars. Outfit. I'd love to go as a Doom Demon. That'd be cool. Or the Doom Slayer. That'd be cool. You know, they did offer the helmet if you bought the uh, Super Deluxe Whizbang whatever version. Super Deluxe Whizbang version. And it cost. I'm serious. It cost like $150 or $175. Is it actually it was called really a Whizbang version? 
Yeah, my dollar has an Elzar costume. But I'm, I'm, no, I'm not. Oh, there. yeah, you can come and you can no. sing Let It Go. <laughs> I'll let one go then, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh. Look at this garbage. You're saying I should dress up as Ron Jeremy, Donald Trump. Cyberpunk, <laughs> never. I'm not going to <laughs> Cyberpunk unless you pay me. I've got a, a question for everybody listening right now in the chat. Do you want to see more of Grey doing that face on me thing? What's it called? Oh, uh, uh, Reface. Reface in the Discord, or do you want him to stop now? <laughs> Man, it's great, man. I'm not the only one doing it, Eric. Man, I put it in no. there. I was like, you done yourself as Brad Pitt. And I was like, wow, you make one ugly Brad Pitt. <laughs> and it was funny as heck, see? So it's a good thing to I did fair, that. It did your, look quite cool. Your comment was great. But you probably look better looking than I would as Brad Pitt, to be fair. Well, that's so what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to reface myself, and then you can just put that face over mine. Why don't mine. you take a picture of my face, yeah, one of these videos, yeah, and then reface your face onto mine? Hmm. That would be pretty yeah. funny. That's an idea. I mean, I what can we, try. Do, we reface all of us. We swap places. Oh, jeez. Can you see that? That'd be crazy. Uh, I, wish, I wish it said, was that easy. Stop. That'd be kind of neat. Well, one thing about the reface app, though, is once you take the selfie of yourself to do the refacing, that's it. You can't like just take anybody and reface their face on you know instead. It's only your face. So what? What if if Nick dressed up as Jansen? I'm already getting like Jansen. No, I, could, I already took his beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Mystic Dude wants me to come as a Division Two hunter. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we're we're gonna have to talk about that, Mystic, off the air. Yeah. This this could be a long convo. <laughs> you know, another thing I was thinking about doing, which I think might be a good idea, but I don't know. You let me know. If you if if you lot was up for it, and we had guests as well that was up for it, for it, because we do the podcast recording, don't we, on a Thursday. But mm -hmm. like we could do something like a Tuesday or a weekend or something. We could just do a just chatting stream where we just come on and people just chat to us about rubbish. Would sure, we do that. Any we that? do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, but not when all three of us are on stream. True, true. But it wouldn't it be, be recorded like, it and it wouldn't be, be like, like a podcast. It, it could be an like X-rated version. So it's kind of like a meet the podcasters. <laughs> yeah, come and have a go at us, and then we we have to answer things back, and you can just throw abuse at us. That's right. We'll be on a like what's my line game show or something. Would you be we'll up be for up that? There like, eh, sure, I'd, I'd try it. What the hell? Hands you up I'm for on. that? Yeah, sure. I'm on. You we can just meet sit the here. world's famous podcasters. We just all sit in silence like that until someone writes something to us and then we just answer them. They're like, Nick, so do you like PC game? And I'm like, yes. And I sit back again. You go, yes, <laughs> next sacked. Go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, can't, yes. I can't comment on that one. <laughs> That's right. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Um, just quickly for the people in chat, um, Jansen just done his walk-on sound, but no one heard that, did they? Did any of you hear it, that? I don't think it. I don't think it happens when. Yeah, you but it's do just funny because Mystic Dude just said uh, that walk-on sound. Oh, we must have clicked it. That's why. Mm. Uh, is that yeah, the Brian Bedonde you... one? Which is pretty funny, by the way. But because I know it doesn't. It doesn't play on the podcast. Yeah, it only so basically, plays on your anyone anyone that comes into my stream. Um, I'm going to play it in a second. Anyone that comes into my stream when I'm playing a game, they're, obviously they're switched off right now, but if they come into my stream uh, and you're a sub, basically you get a walk-on sound, it's called, and you can make your own sound from anything you want. And when you join my stream, instead of you saying, oh, hi, Jansen's here, it plays your sound. Um, so basically, uh, I'm going to see if it plays. It might not, but this is Jansen's one. And if anyone's from the UK, you'll know who Brian Bodonde is. You know, Do you two know who Brian Bodonde is? 
Hi, I'm uh, Brian Bogdanovich. I've never heard of him. No? I only heard yeah. of him because of you, Nick. So. All right, it might mess the cameras up. But I'm going to see if it opens up. And if it does, I'll play it. Because oh, it no. is quite funny. <laughs> but you two won't hear this. Oh, here it is. So listen to this. Anyone knows, this is what Jansen says. When he comes into my stream, this is what plays. And if you know Brian Bogdanovich is, then you'll know. If you don't know him, you won't know. My name is Brian Bajanti. Only Gray could do that. Only Gray could wait for me to press play and then talk. That's only you. <laughs> right. Are you ready? Hold it in, Gray. I can see your lips quivering. Just zip it. Ready, here we go. My name is Brian Bajanti. Bart critic and social commentator. My final bring search through the art of technology has brought me here. How funny is that? Right, you can talk now. I, I actually unmuted for a second to listen to that. I know oh, it's right. funny. <laughs> was that like a TV series or just a movie? What was it? No, that's a TV series about a guy called Brian Bradonde, and basically every single word he says, he puts a B in front of it, and it's just well <laughs> funny. He says, "Hello, people, power beauty." I'm assuming it's a British <laughs> comedy. Is that? Uh... Yeah, it's well funny. Have you watched Red Dwarf yet? Yeah, I watched uh, four of the six. Season one episodes. I have to finish uh, what you think? season one, and um, I like it. I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm jumping up and down about it, but I did like it. But I think that's because it's the first season, so it's kind of like turned up yet. It. No. Yeah, wait for Crichton no, to this... turn up. Has the cat turned up yet? Well, yeah, because the cat actually was in the first, uh, or first or second episode. But I forget now. when you get to the point where all four of them on, get to the second season, and it will get you'll you'll start thinking. Hold on a minute, it's just getting well funny. And then yeah, because that's what people were telling me. They said the first season's kind of a starter, and then yeah, it yeah. gets better after that. <laughs> I did, some of the some of the was very funny. Other other parts were so so, but there were some very very funny parts. So yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite ones when he becomes king of the potato men and he's wearing like a red dress. <laughs> he's well funny, man. Um, but anyway, let's move on. Let's move on because we we just going well off off track here. Um, Smeghead. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Hans, what have you been playing, dude, or have you not got one? Uh, I didn't really play a game per se. I fiddled around with a PlayStation 3 emulator. So for this last week, stuff. you just played life. Uh, yeah. There's did you win? A lot of... I did because I'm COVID free still. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah great. Don't, don't <laughs> get me uh, started. I, I need to get tested every 48 hours, and I can assure you it's really not that uh, that cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, over no, here, you, you got to spit on something every two days? No, they stick something up your nose really deep. Oh, really geez. deep. Deep yeah, up right. the nose. They thrust deep, it up his nose. Deep, deep, in the nose. <laughs> One of those long Q-tips like this, right? Every time they do it, you go, you nosy bastard. Yeah, something like this. <laughs> but um, anyway. I'm just I'm just leaning back say, put it in there, I'm ready. <laughs> that's not the only person you say that to. Uh, that, that, I refrain from commenting on that one. Uh, um... COVID over here at the moment is getting really out of hand. It's getting back to like the levels of when we was in full lockdown. Uh, here too. And then, uh, oh, you're lucky. Places. We're way, be way above the levels from March and the lockdown. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. Way, way, way above. <laughs> Eric so. said, they put it so far up your nose, it touches your eyeball. I think it went past <laughs> my eyeball at some point, to be honest. That's how it feels. Yeah, like, all your sinuses are connected, so it'll you're come out, it out and you can see your time. eye like coming with it. Yeah, that, that would suck. <laughs> but yeah, over here, it's it's really, really bad at the moment. Um, there's lockdowns. I know in Manchester, it's really bad. They're talking about tier... We're in tier two, and if it goes to tier three, that's when everything closes down. Um, 
So I don't know how it's going to go. I honestly, honestly believe that this ain't going away ever. This is going to be life from now on. Nightclubs and stuff, I don't think they're ever going to come back. You're never going to have the nights when I used to go out with all my mates. Me and Jansen would get absolutely pissed and we'd be dancing around in a club with thousands of people. That ain't going to happen ever again. It's not going to be the same anymore after this. No. Yeah. That, that's one thing. I do, sure I do of. think, though, when the when the vaccine finally comes out and everybody gets it, and we're about months I won't from now. Take it. I don't trust the government. I think there's going to be one massive party going Oh, going I know. I'm, I'm taking that vaccine. Post-haste. Oh, yeah? <laughs> nah, oh, I'm yeah. not. I won't yeah. take nothing. I don't even take headache tablets. Why am I going to take some vaccine that's been rushed to try and Well, stop to be something? honest, I work in healthcare, so if I don't take it, I'm losing my job. So, uh, yeah, well, you, you're, you're, <laughs> so you're going to be the guinea pig. We're going to watch you. Yeah. 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 It'll be like I'll that, keep that, you all updated. It'll be like in the witches, you know, when he eats the chocolate and then he turns into a little rat. Hey, maybe I grow a third arm. I can beat you all into those <laughs> FPS games. So. Yeah, uh, imagine how good you could game with a third arm, man. Damn. <laughs> Comic Clown said, no, we're in tier three and they haven't closed that much. I thought tier three meant all pubs closed and stuff like that. You know, hey. we're English. All we care about is what pubs are open. <laughs> well, it's bad over here in the States, too. In my state, my particular state, uh, Florida, happens to be one of the worst. In the entire really? United States. But Magic yep. Gaming, uh, he just said that that's how most zombie films start, rushed vaccines. And the funny thing <laughs> is, do you know what? My missus actually came up to me the other day and she said, do you know what? Like all of this COVID stuff's been happening. We've been in lockdown, blah, blah, blah. Because I've been telling her, it's the apocalypse. I think the apocalypse has started. I think next is going to be wars. It's only going to get worse. Nothing's ever going to get better from this point. It's only going to go downhill slowly. That's what I f honestly believe. Yeah? Well, all the she's are going nuts. positive. <laughs> but my missus came in and she went, do you know what? It just dawned on me. Just like watching all the zombie films, I'm driving down the motorway and there's big flashing signs. Contain the virus. Stop the virus. There's <laughs> yeah. people spray painted on the walls. Stop the virus. Don't listen to the government. And it's like, that's what you see in the fr in the films at the beginning. And that's what's happening. Hey, but Nick, let's be honest. Who here is ready for a zombie apocalypse? I know I am. Oh, come we on, us lot. Bring it on. Do you know yeah. what? Everyone's been calling us geeks for how many years? That we're all saddos yeah. and that we should we should grow up and be men like we're meant to be and not play games. But trust me, when that zombie apocalypse comes, man, headshots yeah. from us lot. Yeah, we'll try. We'll be, we'll be like the new Fonzie. <laughs> yeah. I'll only Every want the apocalypse if I can have all those weapons in Doom. Now, that would be good. Nah, you'll be like one of the ones that picks up like <laughs> the boat oar or something. <laughs> a, pea sh a pea shooter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh-oh. Rolled up newspaper. Rolled up newspaper, exactly. That won't work. <laughs> Man, I've already got my plan in the apocalypse. My friend lives on a farm about a mile away and he's got an actual gun room full of guns all in locked cabinets. Um, I'm going straight there. And trust me, if anyone thinks to come and meet me on the apocalypse, don't, because I will shoot you. I'll shoot there's everyone. Only one problem. There's only one problem with that. Your friend has very little ammo. <laughs> you just hold the gun up. Okay, that's enough. But could you imagine at your end over in America, if the apocalypse actually kicked off, it would just be like fireworks night every single night with just bullets, just everyone just shooting everyone. You'd all be dead in no time. Oh, Eric Khan will tell you it happens that way and where he lives all the time. So. <laughs> uh, Eric says, almost rock bottom here. Mystic um, Dude says, US gamers are the only ones trained on the simulators. <laughs> no, I think he meant us gamers. Like, uh, yeah, in, uh, Magic yeah. Gaming said Nostradamus was right again. <laughs> Eric's arm straight. No exactly, yeah. <laughs> anyway, just we should move on to questions, don't we? You know, it's the same yeah. round here. Where I live, it's really bad. But it's just little kids stabbing each other. They stab each other everywhere. <laughs> you go out your front door and there's people stabbed. Maybe okay. 
let's, let's move to questions after we've all just turned down talk. a really dark route where we're talking Jeez. about his apocalypse stabbings and dying just and how right bad now, Detroit is <laughs> and the viewers the, the ratings are going up <laughs> yeah. yeah more, more yeah. viewers let's, let's talk more about extreme this pc yeah. uk zombie apocalypse edition yeah i'll be like right. who wants to come on and talk about killing and then all of a sudden the numbers are like through the roof <laughs> But yeah, let's uh, get into some questions. Did you want to talk any more about the PC community night? So are we all good? No, I talked about Division Two already, so we can uh, we can move along. Among oh, Us, cool. I guess, is still going on on Fridays, I think, or it was. Sorry. So maybe that, the Among I Us. I think Among Us. Yeah, I think it's still sure. going on on Fridays. I reckon everybody that played Among Us on our server all pissed off into a separate server and started playing there because I kept jumping in and winding them all up. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I'm definitely for the community section. Uh, I'm going to definitely make a room about people putting their 3D Mark scores in. Um, and we'll use 3D Mark because that does your graphics card, your CPU, and it gives you a list of all your stuff. Um, if anyone wants to use any other benchmarks, you can just put it in with another benchmark. There, I know their superposition is a pretty good one for 4K. Um, Hans, what do you use? 3D Mark, same as you. 3D Mark. And 3D Mark, for anyone that doesn't know this, 3D Mark is free. You just go onto Steam, type in 3D Mark, and on the right-hand side, you will actually have um, a demo. Download the demo, and that's what everybody uses, that demo version, for free. Or you can get Superposition, either one. Uh, but I believe Superposition's only for graphics card. Oh, anyone want an ice cream? Cheers, Eric, for them 200 bits, mate. Uh, you gave me a that quite a lot of ice cream. That actually looks pretty good. It does, it? The ice cream flavors. Yeah, some good flavors there. Some good flavors there. <laughs> I've never seen orange ice cream, though. Oh, I have. Yeah, so, I have, yeah. For anyone that's yeah. listening, Eric just gave me a load of uh, bits and basically he put ice creams on my head. Nice. Um, Mystic Dude said uh, 11,326 was my last score. Bit disappointed, to be honest. But but Mystic Dude, what card are you using and what CPU are you using? That's what I want to know. Um, right, let's, why he's doing that, and it, anyone that's got a 3D mark, put it in the chat like now. We'll talk about it in a minute. Um but basically, let's get into some questions. I'll read the questions out, and then we'll all have our own view on it. So, you ready, yeah? Yep. So, this question is from Basil36, and he says, uh, The gaming community as a whole focuses on image, frame rate, resolution, lighting, etc. Uh, why isn't there more attention paid to sound? Few people mention about how sound can add to the immersion. Imagine... Uh, imagine... Imagine... <laughs> That's not me, is it? That's about wrong. Imagine how you can find uh, all the enemies when you've got like immersive sound. But um, yeah, I've got to be honest on this question. If you are into the sound and I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, sound is a massive, massive point. And if your sound is a, a, a proper sound card with proper speakers or proper headphone setup, it's an amazing experience. But I think people just don't use it this this day and age because a sound card comes built into graphics, into the motherboard, and normally they're pretty good. Uh, a are. lot of us will use just cheap gaming headphones, not me. Obviously, obviously us as podcasters, and that we've got professional ones. But for a lot of people, they'll just use like a 30 to 100 pound gaming headset. So I think a sound card's the last last thing that they think about getting. You know, why get a sound card when you can get a decent monitor? You know, how's this for yeah. you guys? I agree totally. I do care I... about, yeah, I actually do care about sound. Um, I have a 5.1 surround system on my PC, and for my home theater, I got a Dolby Atmos system. Oh, nice. But the, that being said, the headset, I used to buy the cheaper ones, but now I invested in an Arcus Pro Wireless, 
which I think is about 250 pounds. I guess I paid about 300 euros, so this should be the same. And it's a whole new dimension that opens up when you have a good sound, to be honest. Yeah, I've always I've always wanted a good sound in the old days. Yeah. I used to pick up sound cards all the time, uh, whether it be Sound Blaster, or Turtle Beach, or whatever, because the sound on the boards, were, uh, motherboards are pretty bad. But then once the motherboards caught up, and the sound is actually pretty good, I was oh, like yeah. shocked, shocked that, that that the. But despite all that, when I picked up my headsets and I, I used the uh, the Razer haptic uh, feedbacks, and they have a seven point one surround system, and yeah. those are great, man. I can't. I never go back to any other headset. I have so much fun. The sound is so excellent coming from the different directions and so forth, and and really feeling the vibration when something happens, it's great. I really enjoy it. So yeah, I'm into all that. Yeah, it hasn't so, had the feedback yet, but it looks pretty cool. You know, yeah, it's really it's not a vibrating thing like that, like your controller vibrates. It's hard to explain. It's like it you you feel the vibration, but it's not like a vibration that's gonna yeah yeah. It doesn't mess your eyesight up when you're trying to play a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean you could actually lay the headsets on the table. And if a sound happens, they don't vibrate off the table. Not like your Xbox um, controller when that goes off and you're like, what is that? And it's like, yeah, Right, exactly. Not like that. Um, I from was the comments, sorry, from the comments in the chat, that uh, more people than not have decent sound cards or external sound cards or um, their own sound setups. I personally, uh, I don't use speakers at all on my computer. I, I, never, I never have done. I will only use um my headset or if i was to use anything outside of that if i was having a day where my ears are hurting and stuff from the headset being on long long-term use i'll just put it on my monitor which is really really quiet but i can just hear it and then i won't if i'm not on discord i'd do that uh i did think the other day about getting a nice sound bar to put along the bottom of my thingy but yeah i just actually gave captain curly a thousand watt surround sound system because it was way too loud and big to put anywhere in, in my setup and one thing I hate about, I don't know, three years going backwards is cables running from speakers. Does that annoy mm. people? If, yeah. yeah, you really, yeah. really got to take care the, of them. Or put, yeah. The cables are a bit annoying. Uh, I try and tuck them away as much as possible. but Yeah, if you've got a 7.1 surround sound and you're in a big room and you've got to run a cable to each corner, you see them cables everywhere. But if you had, if you had like Bluetooth or wireless, which is like a newer thing, so much easier to put them where you want. Yeah, on my Dolby Atmos system, I yeah. got um, in-ceiling speakers. That's uh, one hell of a bitch to put away. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's hidden, though. They are now, yeah. But yeah, because uh, I, I watch I watch so much stuff that the rest of the family may not want. Like I just go with the better headsets. When I'm watching TV, I put on my Bose headsets and listen to whatever it is I'm watching on the big screen. But I tell you what, though, and... one thing one thing that not a lot of companies have hooked onto yet is headphones for people with glasses. Do you ever put your headphones on and after like four hours, the edges yeah. here where your glasses are, you feel it pushing into your head and it really hurts? I found that to be with most of them, but the but the uh, razors that I'm using right now, I don't have that issue at all. It doesn't bother me in the least. Yeah, but there are um, you can actually get yeah, you're right. certain you're headsets right. with cutouts for your glasses to slide in, so it doesn't doesn't put no pressure on them. Because me, I've had my ears pinned back. I used to have massive ears. They were like massive when I was a little kid. So I've got scar from the top of my ear because it was done old school in the olden days when this operation was like proper plastic surgery. And I've got a scar from here all the way down the back of my ear to down here where all the cartilage was taken out because my ears were folded in. And it's like if I go to the hairdressers and the guy goes, man, what happened to the back of your ear? I'm like, someone cut my ear off. 
just for a joke. <laughs> and he, he thinks it was because the scar's so bad down the backs of my ears. Um, but <laughs> the thing is, the, the scar tissue so bruising that only my glasses just resting on my ear is enough to really ache and hurt. So I, I that's the only thing. I've got the um, Steel Series wireless, and they are amazing, amazing headphones. I love them. But again, if they just had a, they're not a foam cup, but they just had one that had a bit of a cutout, so you could change it or buy it extra. Like you know, even if I paid thirty quid and I got the cutout version, I would basically like that because it would really make my ears not hurt. Yeah, I agree. You know. Um, I remember having that having that problem in the past. The new ones I have, I don't. But the prior headsets, I did. After a while, you're taking them off because it's just too much. Yeah. So Magic Gaming says it depends on the ear cut material and the pressure on the headset. Yeah, it is that. But also, um, obviously, if you haven't had it done with your ears, you don't. It's like you can't know the feeling. But it's like I could just literally touch my ear like this. And there's no pressure, but my ear will hurt all the way through because it's like scar tissue. And it's a really weird feeling, man. It's like a proper aching, like a bruise. And it's the, done with the most easiest thing. And I'll take the headphones off and I won't realise it's there. I'll take the headphones off. I'll go downstairs, lean against the sofa and I'm like, ah, my ears are well hurting, you know. But um, getting back to the question, uh, Basil, yeah, it seems like a lot of people do actually put a lot of time into their uh, audio. I think it's people like me that generally don't because we're not that bothered. But you're not wrong in what you're saying. Anyone that's out there and wants immersion into a game Basil 36 is perfectly right. Like, you buy an external sound card, decent speakers, your game goes from 0 to 10 straight away. Like, if you go to Jansen's house, he's got proper, really, really high-end, expensive, um, uh, what are they called? Monitor speakers. And I think his speakers are like 600 watt each or something. And he has them facing him on the desk. And if you're playing Call of Duty in there, it sounds like you're in a proper war zone. It's amazing. Um... But yeah, it, it seems like a lot of people have got, like, do uh, get involved. Oh, and I didn't realise, on that question, it goes on to another page, it does carry on. Because um, where it said, imagine uh, you can allow you to find enemies or how powerful uh, good voice acting can be. Uh, between low-fidelity gaming headsets and poor onboard audio, there's huge room for improvement, but no market demand. Does anyone care about audio quality? So the last bit of that question was, does anyone care? And I think people do care. I just think motherboards are a bit up to date, you know. Agreed. They're, they're just they're just they're not nowhere near as good as a sound card or or like the the pro tools, but they're good enough to not worry. Uh, I'd say. Right. Let's get on to the next question. Um, and this is from Falcon ninety three, and he says, uh, "Membrane or mechanical keyboards?" Gorm, what's your what do you think, you two? Oh, mechanical all the way. Membrane is awful. And mechanical. I've been in a mechanic. In fact, years ago, uh, I was able to get a hold of a of an old IBM mechanical keyboard. And for the longest time, I kept that keyboard. even had to get adapters so it would fit my computer because it was the old style uh, plug. And I would get adapters so I could keep on using the mechanical key keyboard until it finally croaked. And then when it did, I'm going like, oh, man. So I started really searching and at that point in time, it wasn't that easy to find mechanical keyboards. So I bought another IBM mechanical old keyboard that was on eBay. And I kept really? that for a while. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the rage started happening where everybody was getting into making keyboards of one way or another, which was I was very happy with. And then I moved right into mechanical again, but better and what stayed that way the whole now? time. Because I don't know if we can accept um, your answer. Because I know I have you a course use a trackball. 
No, 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 that's a different story. But I have, I if have you're a using a trackball, I don't think you're in a position to be commenting on keyboards. No, no, no. I'll Come on, people, what do you think? Is he in a position to be talking day. about keyboards when he uses a trackball to play games? Guess what? About 20% Show of them your trackball. trackball. What? There you go. <laughs> Unbelievable. And believe it or not, it's, it's, it, the, the newer version, which is this one, is pinpoint accuracy. He's it's got really the, good. He thinks he's flying a navigator. You know where he's in that seat and he's got them two Dude, I will, I will smoke points. anybody using this than, than, a, than a regular mouse. It's so much easier. Uh, I, can, I can turn on a dime much faster than you can with a regular mouse. But on the keyboard side of things, I have a Corsair K95. Uh, and it's got you know the full RGB lights, but that's not really the reason I got it. Uh, I got it for two reasons. One, because it's a great mechanical keyboard. Um, it's got the cherry uh, uh, switches on it, um, and also it's programmable. Cherry so those switches, are the really which the two. Have you got? These are the uh, not the brown. No, I think mine are the red. They've got red, the brown, but they've got different clicks yeah. on them. So I was red, I think. If it's the standard, I think they're red, but because I got the same keyboard. I've got cherry yeah, red on mine. So. Yeah. And yeah, I got and... mine because I wanted the loudest clicking. <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, but I don't. Do you know what? I don't actually think anymore that it used to be like a craze to get a mechanical keyboard and they was expensive. But I'm starting to think it's about fifty-fifty now, because I know a lot of people now as well that won't use a mechanical or they'll make sure they mod it so that it doesn't click. Um, and there's like you're seeing lots of people are saying membrane, lots of people are saying uh, mechanical. I've got a Corsair, I don't know what, what it, uh, K Pro, I think it is. And this is like a 200 pound keyboard. And as you can see, if I, if I press it, it's next to the mic. Can you not hear that? Yeah. Yeah, really loud. And if I'm playing a game, that's what everyone hears in my whole house. They can hear that two floors down. I got oh, the yeah, same. They'll, yeah, they'll hear mine too. I mean, there's no doubt. But I kind of like it. I think it's kind of soothing. If I'm watching a streamer, yeah, and they're playing a game, and as they're playing, I can hear them doing this as they're playing. I actually quite like it because it's almost like I can feel, I can hear them actually moving left and right as they're doing it on screen. And I, I think mm -hmm. that's a nice touch, but then a lot of people don't like it. But you know, it's funny with, with the new headsets uh, that I have, because of, there's so much sound going on and, and haptic response, I don't hear my keyboard at all. Oh, really? I mean, I'm, I'm tapping on it, but I barely hear it. Now, of course, yeah. my... My family hears it because I have the headsets on, so I don't know. And Some... they come by my if, if they come by the door, they hear clack 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 clack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach just said, um, "Wacky said uh, your mouse has a tumor on it." <laughs> what this one? <laughs> no, it's a ball. I got I got separate switches here too. I can pre-program a couple other different switches on the Ooh. side to reprogram. It's like great. Magic yeah. says, uh, "Insane in the membrane keyboard." Insane in the membrane. Like that. Gray don't get that. Cypress Hill? Do you know who Cypress Hill is? Who? Cypress Hill. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an address of a house down the street. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you don't want to Dude, I just, got, I just got BritBox, okay? I'm trying to work my way through some of the, uh, the, the comedies that I haven't seen. Uh, Mystic Dude just said optical switch keyboards, uh, e.g. Corsair K100. I think that's what I've got, a K100 Pro or something it is, isn't it? I got the K95. So. What's the difference between an yeah. optical and a um, a mechanical? Because one I, you look at, my, one you don't. <laughs> one, uh, my one is mechanical, I believe, but it's it's that keyboard you're talking about. It's an optical light. Oh, I've never even looked into this. But the thing is, me and, me and Jansen was amazed, and obviously, if you read the magazine, uh, I'm going to put a free magazine in there so people can read it. Um, 
we've actually got a Keebs part at the back of the magazine. And I never realised thousands of people pay hundreds and hundreds of pounds, thousands of pounds for their keyboards to be modified. And we've actually got a section in the magazine now for keyboards. And I'm going to let you lot into this. Jansen will get the ump at me about this. But has anybody noticed the Easter egg on the Keebs page, on the keyboard page? Because there is an Easter egg on there. So go back there, everybody, and check. And let's Uh-oh. see if anyone, anyone that can text me on Discord or in the chat now saying, yeah, I know what the Easter egg is there. I found something about the Keebs page. Gray's on it now. I can see him looking at it. He's like, what's no, that? No. <laughs> but I'm going to have to go look at it now because since you told me, I'm going like, what? Yeah, there is. Uh, where? And it's a little hint what we're talking about. But Someone's um, going to look that up. Uh, Wacky says, also, you can put dampeners uh, to stop the keys from hitting the base of the keyboard. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, I've seen people like re-welding, welding? They get a big welder out and to put their keyboard on. But like uh, soldering their keys on and stuff like that. Um, but there's a lot. There is wow. a massive market for keyboards, which is really, really crazy. Um, yeah. Me, I'm mechanical all the way. Okay, but I want to ask you a question. How many of you guys are, or especially for Hans, since he has a K95, um, are you in it because of the, it's a programming programmable keyboard as well or not really? I mean, it's for the lights, dude. Lights. Okay, see, so the, the lights for me, I like it <laughs> because I can, I, but I'm not, I don't care if it flashes or anything. I just like setting up some colors. So yeah. it's okay. But for no, me, it's a, it's the a pro- good keyboard though. Uh, back when uh, I chose my keyboard, this one just took out uh, above the rest. So now, I do you have the one re- on on your on the left of your keyboard? You have G keys, right? Yeah, the G keys. Yeah. Okay. How many banks do you have though? Three. In rows. other words, is, is it three rows? G one to G three, yeah. and and, yeah, all, it, and all the way to down. To G eighteen. Yeah. To G eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, that's the one I have because you you do realize that they don't make the three bank anymore. They did years ago. Then they stopped. Then they did it again, which is when I bought it again, and now they don't do it again. Yeah, I now also bought, bought the mouse mat uh, with it, and the mouse, the mouse just broke a few weeks ago, but I still got the mouse mat, the Corsair mouse mat, which is also well, here, RGB. Here's what I like about a programmable keyboard. I don't know if you really get into this, Hans, and it's not for every game, but there are certain games, and I'll give you, a, for instance, there was a, um, Shadow of Mordor, okay? There was a move that you had to do that was ridiculous. That's what the stream had to, for, you, dude. No, 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 I understand. No, no, I'm, bear with me for a second. <laughs> So basically, I know, you I know what do, he's gonna say. So you had to do three different moves, one on your mouse and two different keys, to be able to perform this heavy attack or whatever, right? That was really cool. And I'm sitting there going, like, if I'm in the heat of battle, I'm not gonna sit there and go like this with three different keys, okay? Not with that. So I went cool. to the I went, so I went to the programmable, and I just said, okay, I'm gonna program the three moves in so I can get it from one key. And man, that was like amazing. I just sort of tap one key, and 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 it happens. And for certain games, to this day, I still do that. I will program. I'm certain... gonna say it to you the same as I say to Nick. It's a legal form of cheating. I don't. I mean, I don't do it consistently, but there's some <laughs> no, that are no, just no. stupid. It, I mean, some of the moves are ridiculous. There's no such they thing really as are. a legal form of cheating if the program allows you to do it. There you go, man. There we, we can go. get into this discussion if you want. <laughs> no, if no, you, no. If it says save, and I can save the game at every point, the programmer has put it in there. Exactly. Uh, Mystic and Dude I'll, says, uh, is the Easter egg Uncle Sam with Grey's face? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> if it is, I'll have to go back and look at it. Okay, no, there is, there, honestly, no lie, on the Keebs page, which is the keyboard page in the magazine, uh, and there's the magazine, there is an Easter egg, which Jansen's put in there to see if anyone ever comments on it or whatever. And obviously, there's only a few people in the room right now, so uh, a few a few of you now know it's there, so 
see if you can find it. Um, uh, basically, we're going to move on to the next question because I think, yeah, mechanical or membrane, I think it's a 50-50 split. Um, and next yeah, question, yeah. and I believe he's still in the chat, is from Lord. And he says, uh, okay, so I have a pair of Astro A50 headsets, uh, which I hate. What does everyone use? And would you recommend them or would you, re or what would you recommend? Now, I kind of, I kind of answered that already. I think it, uh, I think it depends on price point as well, though, because I, I sort of look at it like this. I'd say up to a hundred pounds between a hundred and 150 and then over 150, because if you're going over 150 hmm. quid with a headset, then you're getting something really good. If you're getting something under a hundred pounds, you're getting something at a lower level, like a kid playing on his computer. True. But the Astro A50 is a very expensive, uh, is that the 300 pound ones? I think yeah, it's it's the same price class as mine. So yeah, that's the one that's got like the metal bars that slide up at the sides, isn't it? Yeah, I I got the 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 other one. I got the uh, what's it what's it called? It Arctis Pro Wireless. They always compare those two on YouTube. Yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah, uh, you got I, you also got the little the little box with it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, yeah, I like... would say the Arctis Pro Wireless, or even just I don't know if the Pro and the Wireless has two different versions of it. Because um, mine were 150 pounds, and I've got the uh, Arctics and uh, Arctic Sevens. They're not pros, but they're still wireless. I, I got the pros. Yeah, it's double the price almost. Oh, not right. saying they're better or worse. So I well, paid I about 300 the, euros. For I was I was supposed to do the streaming zone, yeah, uh, before COVID hit at um, Insomnia i65, and we was actually sponsored by SteelSeries, and we was all going to get a brand new white headset, like a pro version, and uh, it all got cancelled, so we didn't get them. And I was like, man, I really wanted them white uh, headphones, man. <laughs> yeah. I um, paid over two fifty for mine. So yeah, and, and I don't I never I never pay that much for headsets. But uh again, Ant had bought these before I did, and he was just going nuts about them. I'm going like, Yeah, they can't be that good. So I said, Oh, what the hell? I can always return it, right? So I buy it and I was hooked ever since. Really? There you go. Oh yeah. It's just they're just too good, man. I mean, between the sound seven point one and the haptic feedback, it's killer, man. See, for me, though, Dangerous. my issue is headphones. I need um, a bar across. I need that to be completely soft because my head mm. gets, I don't know why, it, gets, it sinks into my head well quickly. If I play for an hour and I come off, I'll have a groove in my head, <laughs> like for the rest of the day. And I used to have some, uh, is it Rocket, Rocket, Rocat or whatever they're, Rockats. Yeah. And yeah, they had Rocat, these square, yeah. like, bits of foam on them. And every time I took my ha my headphones off, I had three squares dented into my head, and I had to get rid of them because of it. And then when I got these Arctics, they have like an uh, elastic band, like a it's actually made out of like an elastic um, like ribbon, and that you can just lean on your head, and it's so soft, gets no pressure on your head, and that's what I like the most about it. The better ones, I think, all have like a second strap. Yeah, like you're saying, or, or and above, you know, just below the main one, mm. and it takes it takes all the pressure off your ears because I played four hours straight with mine and I had no problems, no issues yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I'm not sure if you can see it, but there's a second thing under here, so right, with all right. The expensive yeah. ones. better ones do. Yeah. yeah, the better ones all have the, the extra them. strip. You really, you really need them. Yeah, I know mine are over there. I can't really reach them that well either. But mine, my the one underneath mine is padded. Like Nick's saying, it's padded yeah. and it's really comfortable. Yeah, and then so this the, is the metal padded. bar, on the metal one, parts on the top. It's just like a like a belt. It's like a piece of like ribbon. Um, yeah, how do I describe yeah. it? I can't remember what it's called, but it's like soft, and you just undo the two Velcro straps, let it loose, and then put it back on, and it just just holds its own weight, soft. 
um, which I really like. And then your head gets crushed and more pointed. Nah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Coneheads, that film. What have you done to your Yeah, I was, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mystic Dude says, uh, I really like the new Razor Black Sharks, and I'm thinking of treating myself to those. Or the HyperX ones. Um, Lord says, uh, Plasticine Head. Yeah, that's pretty much me, man. I'm like Morph. Um, <laughs> Comic Clown says, what, you got a jelly skull or what, dude? Jelly skull, yeah. yeah. something that like funny. that, man. It's because my brain is so soft inside. Um, uh, Mystic Dude says, my current set, which you all laughed at me on film night, were £19. Big feckers that light up also. But yeah. Guess That's what, funny because mine, if I want to program them, will light up like that. I just don't bother. Yeah. And that is all of our questions. Um, and you've said that, that to our last week's question about Windows God Mode. What have you written that in for? Yeah, I, no, I was just surprised. I wanted to tell people that, that, that when we were talking about it last week, you guys were all going like, what's that? And other people going like, what's that? And I'm like, it's been well known that Windows has a God Mode. It's had, it's had it for many versions of, of Windows. Since and basically. Uh, but there's a way to do it and get it. And when you do it, you have an icon and you can go to the God mode and there's like 150, 200 settings that you can do to tweak windows any way you want. And I love it. I go in there and I just figure out how I want it. Click, click, click. You know and it's all done. I never knew about this. Well, the re that's the reason why I was saying. So for people that, that are listening right now, and especially actually more people in the discord, um, I'll go ahead and put a link in, uh, on the discord a little later after we're off the show. Yeah, and you can go ahead and uh, yeah. See, he, they just printed it in in uh, on the uh, chat, and that's exactly what it is. But again, people that are listening, they can't get into that. But what you could do is very easily. Any of our listeners out there, uh, just go on Google and put in Windows 10 God Mode, and it's really simple. You make a new folder. You type in you type in the exact. Is, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of numbers and letters and dashes you got to put in, and then you just hit enter, and then boom, it turns into an icon. And then when you go in there, man, there are there's a whole bunch of settings, so all kinds of things in Windows that you can do. Is there really another great. way or another name I might know for this? Which no, it's just Windows God Mode. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Well, everybody knows. I don't know it, and I've been building computers for how long? I don't. Well, I'm I learn something new every day. I've known about God Mode <laughs> since Windows since Windows XP. Yeah, I I first heard about it in Vista, but to be honest, I I barely use it because. It doesn't have really a big effect on a gaming PC anyway. No, and I'm not doing but it. it is handy. I don't, yeah, I don't go into God mode all the time, but I but when I first go into it, I really look over the settings and I tweak a few things the way I like it, and then basically I'll leave it alone. But I knew I had no clue you could do that until I had learned about it, and I was like, wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, Mystic Dude says, uh, make sure your system account has administrative privileges. Uh, Right-click on the Windows 10 desktop mode and choose New, Folder, Name the Folder, uh, God mode, uh, and then he's got some bits mm -hmm. to put in there, like you said. So, yeah, just check it out, Google, and let us know who does it. But yep. guess what, people? That brings us to the end of this week's pod. Don't go anywhere yet, anybody. If you do actually come and watch my stream, like I always say, hold for the raid and wait for the raid to go through. You'll get 500 points in your channel points, uh, which, if they're saving up, you can mess me about in my game at some point. Um, and apart from that, I hope everybody's enjoyed the podcast. I really appreciate all the bits that everyone's given. Uh, all of the hats, all of the, like, the raids and follows, um, they're all much appreciated, um, and your support in general. And apart from that, stick around. Uh, we'll probably be in a Discord in a minute for a little while. Uh, jump into the Discord, like we said. And yeah, cheers, everybody. We'll see you all on the next one. Thanks. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya.